Well, hello, friend. Welcome back Hi. to Life's a Dance podcast. Welcome back to us. <laughs> We're here. We're feeling extra goofy today. So this will be a fun one. This is going to be... Okay. So Wait, hold on. Let's see how long we can get in until you snort. Oh, it's... At some point. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, so we have actually had a couple of people ask us why we decided to do a podcast and so we wanted to explain it yeah because it was one of those like we already did tell you guys like obviously like we've been friends for a while and we have a really good relationship we're able to really we're really good at like bouncing ideas off of each other and talking about everything like all the stuff and the things Mm -hmm. and so people were asking but why a podcast and so I actually came up, kind of had the idea, and it it came to me in like this weird, I want to say vision, but it wasn't a vision. It was kind of like a, you need to do something. What is the best option to do it? So as it stands right now, when this podcast comes out, it is Labor Day, September 7th, 2020. And we are living in the world of a pandemic. Still. And- <laughs> Yes, which has been going on since <laughs> February, March, really since when the it kind of dinosaurs. Since no. it, it really <laughs> has just kind of taken over uh, the whole world. Um, and when it happened, um, everything shut down. No but restaurants. What were, what were you doing though? So before, like, we obviously, like, every single one of us had lives before this. Like, we were all basically keeping up with the Joneses and. Um, and doing everything that we possibly could to just like make ends meet and literally like burning the candle at both ends. Right. And that stopped. It stopped. Like, like halted. Like slam on the brakes, screw emergency brakes, stop. Yeah. So before, because you had already had kind of had a mo like a period in your life where you were like, I really want to do something. That pours into people. And so what was that for you? What do you mean? Like with... Because you wanted to do something on the weekend. Oh. Like with the animal humane? Mm-hmm. So, well, that kind of came from a, a dog accident that I ended up having to kind of deal with. Um, where my dog got hit by a car. And she survived and everything was fine. And then I had medical bills. And then she... Um, I got a lot of help. Which really just kind of made me realize the amazingness of this world and people that are in it. So I started to volunteer at the Animal Humane here in Albuquerque and I absolutely loved it. I loved the people. I loved to being able to give my time. I loved helping people find um, forever dogs and cats. Um, And so it was something super, super made me feel fulfilled. Really. like Yeah, it filled your cup. It was awesome and so truthfully since when this kind of all started animal humane shut down except for like by appointment only um, adoptions they fostered out a bunch of their animals um so that the dogs were still getting taken care of and then to keep people less people around they weren't allowing volunteers on property so i had to stop doing that which really really kind of that was really yeah 
And um, that was a really hard, like, I remember you calling me and, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I really want to do something. And you just, it, it seemed like you had a really hard time. I did. That. It was it was a, a traumatic stop for me because I've been doing it now for two years, and I got to the point where I was training people, other volunteers who came in to do the position I did on different days. Mm-hmm. Um, but what really rattled me was the show Down to Earth with Zac Efron. I watched that and I probably binged that in a weekend, yeah. and it was so impactful that I was like, "There's so much in this world." There's so much great and love and beauty and in this world and right now with a pandemic, with people without jobs, you know, living on um, child support and kids not getting their meals that they need to get um, because they're not in the school. And then, of course, we're dealing with this horrible situation with the with the like systemic racism and George what happened to George Floyd had just happened and it was just like so much negativity was happening um we're dealing with an insane um political race right now which of course Amy and I have discussed and I was like I want to do something to help bring people together and for someone who we think differently on a lot of topics, we still come together all the time that yeah. it was, this is the way to do it. And one, I don't want to be on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm actually very proud of the people who are, you know, bringing people together and making videos that do support one another and aren't just negative, you know, like negativity and trolling and talking shit and putting other people down because that's not what this world needs right now. No, it's not what it needs. And it definitely, so it was one of those like, Let's be a light in in a place where um, let's be a light in a place where it's it is dark. And then we have people there's people obviously that are very much going to be able to connect with us, whereas there of course are podcasts upon podcasts upon podcasts. and we figured somebody is going to relate with one, one or the other of us or if not both of us in some way or another and so it was one of those like okay like let's just so how did you feel when I called you that day and I was like I had an idea (laughs) (laughs) so the day you called me and asked me if I wanted to do this I was actually at the groom shop which I'm not at I used before the pandemic I was at the groom shop a whole lot I was missing out on a lot of things with my son And, um, and I, when all of this happened, obviously the groom shops completely shut down. And then with, um, within like three months, I think they had them back open and our whole system is, has changed, but a lot of things changed for me in the pandemic. And I was able to go from being a full-time groomer, which I have been for, I think, 12 years now I've been grooming. She's a dog groomer, guys. A dog groomer. <laughs> um, I've done that for 12 years. And and I went from doing that full time. That was my only income that I had. And my family very much relied on it. To being able to go down to doing it only two, two sometimes three days a week. Right. Which is amazing. So, to answer your question... When you called me, I was at the shop and I was super grumpy, like (laughs) insanely grumpy dealing with just stressed out people because of this situation and the way we have to 
um, take dogs in and take them out and just handle things. And people are grumpy and people are taking it out on other people. And Christina calls me and she's like, hey, you know, like how we have conversations all the time. <laughs> That's my Christina voice. <laughs> does, it, does it sound good, guys? <laughs> so she's like, hey, um, so I was I was sitting on my, po- my patio last night and I just had this thought like, we should do a podcast. What do you think? And I was like, oh my God, like this is the best idea ever. Like I like... <laughs> Like, instantaneously, like, mood switch, which totally makes me sound absolutely bananas. <laughs> bananas. But it really, honestly, like, if you, if anybody actually, like, if you really know me and get to know me, I am, like, very, like, hard on the outside, but very, like, somebody one time, <laughs> get this, somebody one time called me a roasted marshmallow. Oh, really? Because I was... I was crusty on the outside, but soft and mushy on the inside. So once you get to know me, I was nice and soft and mushy. Oddly enough, I think that fits us both. I know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The time is 9.16, guys. We're nine minutes in. Oh, my gosh. But it was like... snorted. (laughs) It was... So it honestly, like, it... um, it really so I'm sorry I totally got sidetracked so the thing of it is honestly like the thing that really lights my soul on fire is to be able to pour into people to help people like work through problems and just talk things out and so when she asked me if I wanted to do this because it was something that her and I already did like for each other to be able to like spread it out to everybody else was just like um yeah count me in sign me up and we literally like that was like a tuesday and i think we like started within like that the next week yeah yeah that weekend we got together started getting stuff together yeah so absolutely so and and something that we also want to kind of ch- chat about for this episode is how this pandemic has handled not has handled us but we've handled it uh because it got thrown into everyone's face every single situation is different Mm -hmm. um we have very different situations with kind of how our jobs and lives were affected um and we know that you know your situation may be similar to to one of ours or you have your own and so we don't you know like it's you it's hard because you just have to face what comes to you and and you gotta it's rolling with the punches honestly like it's um I always I honestly like always say like it's fine it I'm fine it's fine everything's fine which isn't like a to like sweep it under the rug but it's really to be like okay you know what um actually I heard this is even better um Marie Forleo which is um a late I forgot what book she writes but I listened to her on somebody's podcast I'm sorry like <laughs> but she gets the credit for this next so she her mom at one point told her everything is figure outable yeah and the first time I heard that was actually quite a bit before the pandemic the covid covid was a thing yeah but 
but to come into this like with that mindset everything is figure outable was just like a a saying that really like hit me because it really is like it doesn't matter what happens at where when why how any of that like it's figure outable absolutely and so so for you um what did work look like for you so my work what my company does in a whole is we do resurfacing and that consists of countertop bathtubs um cabinets showers uh things like that in people's homes but what our main work and where we get most of our business from is apartments um so since my company worked in housing we are essential workers so with the cutback my company did let go of a recent hire from an office unfortunately and then we did let go of or furloughed um two of our most recent hire technicians um which was hard and and i i feel for them but i know it did happen to millions of people Mm -hmm. um so throughout the entire pandemic i worked my regular hours straight through um work kind of slowed down for us but we kept trucking along like um I am the estimator, the sales manager for the company, so I generally go into people's homes and do all the sales. I didn't do any of that, <clears throat> so I didn't go out um, and I so until we were allowed to, until restrictions were lifted. But the hardest part of the pandemic, if the main three-month shutdown was I spent a lot of time sitting at home by myself. Since I live alone and I have two dogs, um, but I don't have you know a partner or kids, um, I didn't get to go anywhere. Restaurants were completely shut down. There's no movies. There's no, you know, a whole lot of places you can't go. You're Every, not supposed to see people. Everything you did. Everything I did, it was completely gone. Like I played volleyball and just completely kind of like shut everything, just stopped everything. And so as a person who has been going to therapy for a year Um, so it started in August of 2019. I really relied on her a lot. I talked to her more, um, just to help get off some of that frustration. The one good thing that I did have is that my sister and I worked together in the same office. So therefore, since we were already seeing each other, I got to spend time with my sister. Um, otherwise being at home was really hard on me. It was very, very hard. We ended up like, your birthday was in March. (laughs) Yeah. End of March. And mm. then we have another really good friend whose birthday was end of April. Mm-hmm. And like your, our birthdays were, or our birthday for you was Zoom calls. Which was still very, <laughs> like, was still very special, but it also was very, very different. Which, of course, like everything has been so different. Absolutely. And so for your birthday, we did that. For her birthday, we did that. We found this really cool app called House Party, which actually allows a bunch of people to get on, I think eight people at a time and you can actually play games, which Which was was super fun, which was super, super cool because then you're not just staring at each other's face. Um, and it was, you know, you could draw Pictionary, like you play word games. So if you haven't looked into that, I highly suggest you do get your friends on there because it is very, it is fun. Um, so for you out there, if this has been really hard on you, you are not alone. This was extremely hard on me. I'm generally a very kind of bubbly, optimistic person. And at some points during this has been very hard. Um, 
So I'm with you. I'm a hundred percent with you. But your situation was different. I think yours was a lot more actually like positive. Mine was really like, mine was super positive actually. And, um, it actually got negative for me when, um, when stuff reopened. (laughs) So for me, um, I had a couple years ago decided to kind of step outside of like the bot, the norm box. And, um, and I joined a social media company. And so I work from my phone and I help people with their health and wellness goals. And, um, and if they are looking for more than that, like to make money, then I help people do that as well. And for me, whenever I originally joined that, it was literally like to, um, it was literally to just be able to like supplement my Amazon habit and, (laughs) uh, and buy diapers and wipes. And that was all I thought it was going to be. But there was a point in that because like I mentioned earlier that I really like, I like spending time with people. I like pouring into them and helping them solve their pro like not problems like but work them out work them out and different to think differently yes that that this this business has been my avenue to do that and so with that um I had started telling Christina I went to conference actually in January which was in Florida and it was so much fun and I get to see people from my team and from all over the world it's just the coolest experience you could ever be with be at being with my like-minded people and I came back from conference and um you were like fired up I would yeah like on fire and um and I told Christina I want to quit the groom shop like <laughs> Like I wanted to come back. Actually, I think I called you. Did I call you from Florida? Did I talk to you? I talked I... to you. We were in Florida too. I think. I know. Or... And I think I talked to you at the yeah. Airport. And I was like, I don't want to go back to the groom shop. Right. Like I was like very much like mindset like nope, not doing it. Like I'm not doing it. And I really like wanted to burn the ships, and um, and by that meaning like I wanted to go all in. I wanted to see what, like really truthfully see what I was capable of. But then there was that factor of fear, like, because like I said too, like my family very much relied on my, my income from grooming. And, um, I didn't, I didn't believe in myself that I could actually be successful. And when, um, when the groom shop was closed in the middle of March, um, I kind of like, I don't know. I was like excited, but like, Oh my God. Like, oh, crap. okay. Here we go. Like it was very much like a, okay, like it's fine. This is fine. <laughs> We're going to be fine. And then like probably by like two weeks in, I was like, Oh yeah, like we're like this is it. Like this is it. And I remember calling Christina and I remember telling her, "Hey, remember when I said I wanted to burn the ships?" And she goes, "Yeah." <laughs> I said, "Um, God just burned them for me." Yep. 
And she's like, uh, <laughs> explain. And, but for me, it very much was the fact of like, I prayed for it. I said, like, I've set these goals. I said, this is what I want. Like, this is where I want to be. And, and then this situation, I literally got shoved off the ledge and forced into a situation that I said I wanted to be in, but didn't have enough balls to do it. And, and I had to, it was either I was going to crash and burn or I was going to spread my wings and I was going to fly and use this opportunity. And I took full 100,000% advantage of this situation and my business took off. Absolutely. That's so awesome. Like, and you have a toddler at home. And I have a toddler at home. So I missed out on like steps and words and crawling. I missed out on all the firsts of everything because I had because I had to be at the groom shop. Right. And in this, I got to teach my son how to ride a bike. Ah, sweet. I got to teach him how to swim. I've got to teach him how to ride his horse. Like, like for me. <laughs> Take a deep breath, you're fine. <laughs> For me, it's totally different. Right. And um, and so when the shops reopened, it was devastating to me. Yeah, you were so, so conflicted. And it was like a hard conversation that you had to have, I think, with yourself. Mm-hmm. I think with your family. Um, and then, of course, the worry, the worry or concern of taking your son... Um, to his daycare because there's still a pandemic happening. It's still mm-hmm. out there. It's not gone. Um, and you know, what would be the best financial decision? And yeah. I think you guys came, I think what you guys actually came to a, like a really great compromise. And it was like, and, and this is like those of you that, that are married, like communication is the biggest thing and it's never, it's never going to be easy. Um, but communication is huge and and if you don't say exactly what you want then you are then somebody and this goes for both sides somebody is going to have unmet expectations and so my husband was like yes you can go back to work like he was so ready for me to go back to work because my husband was the same as Christina his job because he is a manager at a feed store here locally in Albuquerque he, um, the, um, the, he's essential. yeah, he's, a, <laughs> sorry, the, the livestock board was like, no, like feed stars, feed stores are essential employees. And because he was a feed manager, I thank God he had a job because we also were very lucky in the fact that, um, we didn't have to rely on, um, getting, we didn't have to rely on getting the stimulus check. We didn't rely on getting um, unemployment. We didn't rely on those things because we very quickly changed our mindsets into like how we were go- how we were spending money, which is a whole other like ball of. We'll get it. Finance will be its own, <laughs> but, its own podcast But episode. we very quickly ha- changed our mindset in how we were doing things 
to be able to still basically to still live the way we were used to if that makes any sense right and places were shut down so it's places a lot of date night changed date night changed date night got super creative um and and so really like so in the big picture of things yes this is a crazy time like it's scary like people are like people's family members are sick people's family members are passing away and and my heart goes out to those people i mean even like we haven't seen i haven't seen my brother um we were supposed to go in july to california which obviously like that didn't happen um, oh, yeah, my sister was supposed to get married. Yeah. <laughs> in, on a beach in Mexico. Yeah. And that whole thing just that got just postponed just at a at a whole year to the date. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. And so a lot has happened. But what what personally I have done is instead of like I have found a different way to see it and I have I have been able to see it in a light, in a positive light, instead of in a, um, you know, like, woe is me. Yeah, because if you just let that cloud fester, it's just going to get bigger and bigger. mm -hmm. So I think where we kind of are leading into this is sometimes life sucks. And you just have to ride, you know, ride Ride the wave. Mm -hmm. And I had a customer call this whole situation cuckoo bananas. Mm-hmm. And I've used that this entire time because there's just, it just fits it because mm-hmm. it's insane and crazy and wild and funny and ridiculous all at the same time. And you can't be sad and negative about it. We have to no. try to find the good of what we can. And what I would say is honestly, if you are having a hard time, kind of just um, processing and and figuring things out even even now we're in September of this so um and and there's not really necessarily like an end date like it was supposed to quote unquote be over by Easter <laughs> Easter's done come and gone Easter left Memorial Day 4th of July mm-hmm. and now it is Labor Day so basically guys we're going to everybody we're all going to go we're going to carve a pumpkin eat some turkey put up your christmas tree Take a nap and yep. um, wake up 2021. And at the end, <laughs> when instead of yelling Happy New Year, we're all going to yell Jumanji. <laughs> That's what gonna we're going to do. It's going to be over. Uh, ta-da! <laughs> um, like, it's so, so in, in, in all seriousness, if you are still processing things and or having a hard time processing things. Or feel alone. One, reach out to us. But two, get a piece of paper, put some pen to paper and just start writing like whatever comes to mind write it out because you will be amazed what you can process when you just write things out it does it it has changed so much like i've i have filled two journals since this has happened that's amazing like that's awesome and it's it's just it's just processing writing out my goals my intentions like where I want to be and um, and I think one last like little little note too of that is um, like for me growing up my mom used to always say like okay have like your six month plan have your one year plan five year ten year 
20 year yada 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 we can't live in a life like that like one technology keeps us changing so quickly but go week to week like what is your um like what are your goals for the week what's your goals for the month for the next two months for the next six months like keep them smaller and more condensed and more attainable um, and yeah very attainable and and don't if you don't reach the goal you set in the time period that you set it don't stress about that just roll it over and just keep working towards it or your goals change Mm -hmm. and and they very much will they will but and that's our stories yeah that's how our uh podcast came to fruition um amy came up with the life's a dance (laughs) that was all her (laughs) so we'll give her that credit it was it's a team effort this whole thing like it's just another thing that christina and i get to do together um and and be in community with each other even more than we already were before and so now we get to pass we get to pass like our our knowledge the things that we have learned in our short amount of t- a time on this earth to you guys and we just hope you get something even yeah, if we it's hope very you take minute. a little a little piece of recognition or just something that you you know I don't know the word I'm looking for but you recognize with like mm-hmm. what we're doing and then share it That'd be great. Yeah. Send us your ahas, your things that you relate to, whatever it is that just made you go, yeah. We would love to hear. We would love to hear those things from you guys. We love hearing from you guys. We appreciate each of you so, so much. We're all going to get through this together. Mm -hmm, For sure. All right, guys. Until next time. Bye. friends welcome to life's a dance a podcast for the people who are looking to grow and learn for those of us who want to be one percent better than we were the day before i'm one of your hosts christina and i'm amy we're here to share our life experiences with you in hopes you have an aha moment that will ignite that something special inside you we are so happy you're here to go on this journey with us so let's get started talking about all the stuff and the things ready Well, hey guys, welcome to our first podcast. <laughs> We're super excited to be really making this happen. Yeah, this is something that like just came out of I don't like wanting more. Yeah, wanting something bigger to we, be part of something bigger. We've done a lot of growing over the years, and so um, we've actually been friends for thirteen years now. Yep, which is so crazy. <laughs> um, and our friend anniversary is actually St. Patrick's Day. Yes. So 13 years ago, we met, <laughs> our friends invited us to a a golf-themed bar. Was it golf I think so. <laughs> um, and we all hung out and probably had a few too many drinks. I mean, it was St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> and uh, it was great. And our friendship started and kind of blossomed from there. But insane amount of growth in the last 13 years a lot of ups and downs yeah we were definitely very much kids at that time and so we've very much gone from being like early 20s to and like coming into that new like 
I don't know, womanhood, a, yeah. I guess? Young lady, well, young lady to a lot more a grown lot more. up. <laughs> Responsible <laughs> and uh, smart with everything else, kind of our decisions, and we talk all the time. Yeah, we have, like, like hour-long conversations longer than that. Squeaky. Yeah, so our favorite thing to do is to go get sushi together, which, um, I mean... It's fun and delicious. Yeah. I mean, so I actually didn't like sushi at first. Um, Did I introduce it to you? Yeah. Fantastic. You didn't know that? No. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. So sushi always made me, like, very, like, nervous, um... And I just, I was never introduced to it really in like, like the flavors and stuff. And I think honestly, the reason it changed a lot too was because, um, because you were going to school to be a chef and my brother was a chef. And so it was like one of those, like, I don't want to be left out. So I'm just <laughs> going to join the cool kids I'm just going to be a foodie like everybody else. And so I like really started experiment, experimenting with flavors and stuff and uh, sushi was how that happened. Um, it very much became like a social thing. Was Absolutely. why I started eating sushi. Well, and your husband doesn't like sushi. My husband and I love sushi, not so like it's sushi. kind of like our thing. It is our thing. And we're gonna have your son love it. And one we're day. corrupting my child into it. There's no corruption when it comes to sushi. <laughs> <laughs> so in this first podcast, um, we basically kind of want you guys to get to know who we are, kind of where we come from, a little bit. Um, I, for one, was born in Kentucky, um, and I lived there until I was five years old, and my family moved to Southern California, so we actually lived in a small town um, called Carpinteria, which is outside Santa Barbara, and it had one high school, and one middle school, (laughs) and one elementary school, and so it was a a small town, and so I grew up there with a younger sister, um, graduated high school. And then ended up moving to New Mexico in 2006. And um, started going to school and met some friends and stuff. And that's kind of when I started to to go out a little bit. Um, because I had just turned 21. And, and that's what you do <laughs> when you do 21. Um, and Amy's story is a whole lot different than that. Totally. And I think this is one of the cool things about our friendship is we grew up very, very differently. Um, so I actually was born in Oklahoma and then left Oklahoma before I was six months old. So my dad was, was Air Force for 25 years. Um, so we moved not as much as some military families, but we were still a military family. And my dad did TDY a lot, which is basically like remote um, assignments where the family stays at the main base and and then he leaves and then he leaves okay. um so there was times like my dad was in my dad was actually in Korea um when not like right before my brother was born and then he had to go back right after my brother was born so he was only there for just a little bit um which is like late 80s right yeah my brother was in 87 um so I was 84, <laughs> which seems like not long ago. But then whenever you think about like all yeah, the yeah. life that uh-huh. you have, it's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Like I think like you're like 1990 was like 10 years ago. Not yeah, so much. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> like it's crazy. Like it's so crazy. And, uh, 
And so we actually, we were stationed in San Antonio. We were stationed in Omaha, Nebraska. So in San Antonio, we were actually at Kelly Air Force Base, which um, if you are a military person, you know Kelly Air Force Base does not exist anymore. It's only Lackland Air Force Base. A little FF for you. Huh? And, um, Didn't know that. And then in Nebraska, in Bellevue, Nebraska, um, is Offit Air Force Base. And then now, in, so in 97, my dad got stationed here in Albuquerque, and which is Kirkland, Kirtland, Kirkland, <laughs> Kirtland Air Force Base, and that's where my dad retired. And so my dad retired the same year I graduated high school, and... Um, and honestly, like at the time, New Mexico did not feel like home to me. I was, um, the high school that I went to was not close to the Air Force Base. We lived really far from the Air Force Base. So I never had like the connection when we got here to, to really a whole lot of people. There were a handful of people that I was really close with. How how old were you when you moved here? I was going into eighth grade. Yeah, that's a hard... Uh, you know, because, yeah. like, friendship's already established. Yeah. So you're the new kid. Which I'm still, um, I'm still friends with, um, with Jenica. She was probably, like, my first, like, really close friend. Um, which she lives in Illinois. That's awesome. Which you guys are still friends. makes social media, like, so <laughs> awesome. Because we literally would, like, write letters to each other. Oh, and, like, cute. email to each other. When email came around. When email came around. <laughs> we're that yeah. old. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Others would tell us we're still young, and so we'll hold we're on to that. So I'm going to, you know, you're only, this is the one thing I would say I have learned. Like, you are only as old as you let yourself be. Like, if you are still, like, active and you're still willing to learn things, like, you have to be young at heart and young at mind. Otherwise, yeah, you're old. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's but why yeah. people say when you retire, like... Keep doing, do something fun, travel, like do something, yeah. So yeah, so I, um, so I got here in eighth grade and I clicked with some people, but I mean, nobody really understood like why I was just randomly getting here, like, (laughs) um, and so it just, that's just what it was. So as quickly as I graduated high school, I moved out, like I literally showed up at my parents' house like two weeks after I graduated high school. With a friend's truck and a flatbed trailer and <laughs> moved up. and moved out and my... Where'd you go? My, um, so one of my best friends from high school, one of the main people that I clicked with, Jessica and I had gotten an apartment and a girl moved down, was going to UNM from northern New Mexico and so she lived in the apartment with us. Nice. And, um, and I lived there for like the first semester of high school and then, um... College? Oh yeah, college. college. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then moved to Lubbock as yeah. quickly as I could because for me Lubbock was always home because of the fact that I that was where my grandparents lived my entire life and they still do now. Um, and you have aunts and uncles. I have cousins. aunts and uncles and cousins there that are con- incredibly younger than I am. Like <laughs> I was like twenty. No, I was nineteen when my first like young like of the younger group like was I was 19 when my when Holy they were cow. born yeah so in my home like sisters or my whole family my sister's the youngest and my mom is one of 10 
So my sister is the youngest, and I have 21 first cousins. It's and crazy. And my sister's the youngest. So we're like Gosh, I have- complete opposite in that. And so with this podcast, um, and there's a lot of differences that Amy and I have with our growing, the way we were raised and growing up. And, um, and I'll th- I think that with our different perspective of things and our different beliefs that um, we can have different ideas, the way we analyze situations. But because we've been best friends for 13 years, we've worked through all this stuff. And we've also come to the agreement that our friendship matters more than an argument or matters more than one's opinion that one doesn't agree with. And we talk it out. And Mm -hmm. so one huge difference between the two of us is I'm not religious. And I very much, and I very much am. Yeah. And so, and another big one is I'm a little more on the liberal side. (laughs) And I am, I'm very like, I, I very much think of myself as middle ground. Yeah. But I do teeter more to conservative. Yeah. So I, I mean, I would say there's other certain things both ways in, in that situation that kind of faulty both ways but I when it comes to certain things I'm a little more on the left than you and I think that we're not naive and we're not naive enough to not consider that the other side could have a good idea valid valid points I mean you know you have to respect the other person's you know opinion and and take into account like why do you think that way yeah, so in addition to the major differences that we have is I I am actually married and I have been married for six years now. Six, geez. I know. That's <laughs> crazy. I always want to say eight because James and I like literally like hit the ground running. Absolutely. It was like we were friends and and then we and then we were engaged. Like they it like been together fast. Yeah. And, uh-huh. Everything happened like incredibly fast. Um which was also super scary personally for like for me especially because I had actually um well I guess we, I didn't even say this. So when I moved to Lubbock, I moved to Lubbock to go to school, but I also was married before, which I know you know that, but like being getting married super young so I mean I was 19 when I got married and then I was divorced by the time I was 22 um when Christina was moving here in 2006 I was literally I literally moved back to New Mexico in on December 30th I think December 30th actually (laughs) which is my birthday (laughs) (laughs) um because I remember we went skiing on the 31st for New Year's Eve. Oh, fun. So I literally, like, got here and yeah. and my parents were like, hey, like, let's do something fun, obviously, because divorce is hard. And That will be a whole nother we episode. Will, we will dig into that. Like, I've done a lot of growing from there. But, but with that said, like, being with James was a very conscious choice for me because I remember for the longest time I was like, I am never doing this again. Like, Oh, that was, that you was were adamant horrible. about that. <laughs> I like literally like if I could have put a backpack on and disappeared like into the mountains, which I, we live in New Mexico. We do have mountains here. I spent umpteen hours hiking with my dogs Absolutely. Like, they were my life. I could care less about anything else. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it was your escape. That was my... It was your, like, quiet, safe zone. Yep. That was exactly how I handled everything. So, um... And now you're a mom. And now I'm a mom. So I'm married now for six years, together for eight, and I have a rambunctious almost four-year-old. Which blows my mind that he's going to be four. It's crazy. I'm sure he'll come up in episodes. Oh, yeah. You'll probably hear his little... You'll probably hear him. (laughs) At some point. Which is fantastic. He's the sweetest kid ever. Um, And I'm single and not married and never married before and not engaged. (laughs) I don't feel like I should should be doing, like, an online dating information, like, infomercial here. (laughs) Um, And, um... It is, I mean, I, I someday want to be married, but the idea of having a child, a child is not something that's on actually my radar. So, um, I don't want to say that I will never have a child because I don't know what the future holds. But when I look at a picture of my life right now, I would love to, you know, be with someone who has children and I love, I have two nephews and they mean the world to me and I love your son and he's amazing. And so I, I have children in my life, which make me incredibly happy um keep you plenty busy very busy a lot of boys um and it's and it's so much fun like it's great to be a part of their lives and I want to contribute to their lives and be a sounding board for them that if they don't want to talk to their parents about something that they have someone else to talk to and as as a mom to one of the three boys then um that means a lot just because I know no matter what, he has somebody that he can count on. Absolutely. And I love that. And and speaking of other people who have helped us, it is a, there's a lot of other podcasters, a lot of uh, oh, books yeah. that we read. Uh, we listen to a lot of audio books about growth and understanding and, and those sort of type of things that influence us. And then we talk about them. And yeah. so we kind of thought that if we were talking about these types of things that help us grow as people... Um, that maybe others would listen and others would get something from the things that we've kind of discussed in, in our life lessons. And so this is kind of, this is where this comes from. Yeah, exactly. I'm just being super conscious about who's pouring into us. And so, um, we basically want to take the stuff that people are overflowing into us and overflow it onto you because, um, it's kind of that whole, when the tide rises, all the boats rise. Right. Um, and I just, if you can visualize that, like, it's it's such a big thing. Just, right. if everybody can come up together and be more accountable and, and helpful. Caring, yeah. Understanding, respectful, all of those things. So many things with things change. that are happening in the world right now, yeah. we all just need to just... Be a little more kind to our neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to surround ourselves with people who help us grow and and grow as people. And then if we are full, then we can share onto others. Yeah, we can and spread that out. So each uh, podcast, we want to kind of share some of our life lessons and what we've learned. We are in no way you know, telling other people how to we do definitely don't. We things. definitely don't have it all figured out. Not at all. <laughs> so this is definitely a failing our way forward kind of situation. Yeah, it may be a trial and error situation where we failed at something. Here's something we would have done in hindsight. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we want to also talk to other people who have lived other crazy life experiences um, and learn from other people and get their perspective on 
life and in crisis and death and divorce and oh, yeah. all of the things that really affect our lives every day. Um, and we're excited for this to, to see where this goes. And we're excited for you to be part of this journey. Yes. Um, please feel free to message us on things that you would like us to talk about. So you guys can actually find us on Instagram at Life's a Dance Podcast. And then you can also email us at Life's a Dance Podcast at gmail.com with any anything. sort of suggestions, questions, um, people to talk to. Yeah, anything. This is all the stuff in the things. So, um, by all means, share this on your social media and tag us. And we look forward to talking to you guys more. Thanks for spending time with us. We'll see you later. Well, hello, friend. Welcome back Hi. to Life's a Dance podcast. Welcome back to us. <laughs> We're here. We're feeling extra goofy today. So this will be a fun one. This is going to be... Okay. So Wait, hold on. Let's see how long we can get in until you snort. Oh, it's, at some point. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> okay, so so we have actually had a couple of people ask us why we decided to do a podcast. And so... We wanted to explain it. Yeah, because it was one of those... Like, we already did tell you guys, like, obviously, like, we've been <clears throat> friends for a while. And we have a really good relationship. We're able to really... We're really good at, like, bouncing ideas off of each other. And talking about everything, like all the stuff and the things. Mm -hmm. And so people were asking, but why a podcast? And so I actually came up, kind of had the idea and it, it came to me in like this weird, I want to say vision, but it wasn't a vision. It was kind of like a, you need to do something. What is the best option to do it? So as it stands right now, when this podcast comes out, it is Labor Day, September 7th, 2020. And we are living in the world of a pandemic. Still. And, yes, which has been going on since <laughs> February, March, really since when the it kind of. dinosaurs. Since no. it, it really <laughs> has just kind of taken over uh, the whole world. Um, and when it happened, um, everything shut down. No but restaurants. What were you doing, though? So, before, like, we obviously, like, every single one of us had lives before this. Like, we were all basically keeping up with the Joneses and um, and doing everything that we possibly could to just, like, make ends meet and literally, like, burning the candle at both ends. Right. And... That stopped. It stopped. Like, like halted. Like, slam on the brakes, screaming. emergency brakes, stop. Yeah. So, before, because you had already had kind of had a mo like a period in your life where you were like, I really want to do something that pours into people. And so, what was that for you? What do you mean? Like, with, because you wanted to do something on the weekend. Oh, like with the animal humane? Mm -hmm. So, well, that kind of came from a, a dog accident that I ended up having to kind of deal with um, where my dog got hit by a car and she survived and everything was fine and then I had medical bills and then she um, I got a lot of help which 
really just kind of made me realize the amazingness of this world and people that are in it. So I started to volunteer at the Animal Humane here in Albuquerque and I absolutely loved it. I loved the people. I loved being able to give my time. I loved helping people find um, forever dogs and cats. Um, and so it was something super, super made me feel fulfilled really like yeah it filled your cup it was awesome and so truthfully since when this kind of all started animal humane shut down except for like by appointment only um, adoptions they fostered out a bunch of their animals um so that the dogs were still getting taken care of and then to keep people less people around they weren't allowing volunteers on property so i had to stop doing that which really really kind of that was really yeah Um, that was a really hard like i remember you calling me and like i don't know what to do like i really want to do something you just it it seemed like you had a really hard time i did it was it was a, a traumatic stop for me because i've been doing it now for two years and i got to the point where i was training people other volunteers who came in to do the position I did on different days. Mm -hmm. Um, But what really rattled me was the show Down to Earth with Zac Efron. I watched that and I probably binged that in a weekend. And it was so impactful that I was like, there's so much in this world. There's so much great and love and beauty. And in this world and right now with a pandemic, with people without jobs, you know, living on um, child support and kids not getting their meals that they need to get um, because they're not in the school. And then of course we're dealing with this horrible situation with the, with the like systemic racism and George, what happened to George Floyd had just happened. And it was just like so much negativity was happening. Um, we're dealing with an insane, um, political race right now, which of course Amy and I have discussed. And I was like, I want to do something to help bring people together and for someone who we think differently on a lot of topics, we still come together all the time that yeah. it was this is the way to do it and one, I don't want to be on TikTok <laughs> <laughs> and I'm actually very proud of the people who are you know, bringing people together and making videos that do support one another and aren't just negative, you know, like negativity and trolling and talking shit and putting other people down. Because that's not what this world needs right now. No, it's not what it needs. And it definitely... So it was one of those, like, let's be a light in in a place where... Um, let's be a light in a place where it's, it is dark. And then we have people... There's people, obviously, that are very much going to be able to connect with us. Whereas there, of course, are podcasts upon podcasts upon podcasts. And we figured... Somebody is going to relate with one one or the other of us, or if not both of us, in some way or another. And so it was one of those, like, okay, like, let's just... So how did you feel when I called you that day? And I was like, I had an idea. <laughs> <laughs> so the day you called me and asked me if I wanted to do this, I was actually at the groom shop, which I'm not at. I used before the pandemic, I was at the groom shop a whole lot I was missing out on a lot of things with my son and um and I when all of this happened obviously the groom shops completely shut down and then with um 
within like three months, I think they had them back open and our whole system is, has changed. But a lot of things changed for me in the pandemic and I was able to go from being a full-time groomer, which I have been for, I think, 12 years now I've been grooming. She's a dog groomer, guys. A dog groomer. <laughs> um, I've done that for 12 years, and and I went from doing that full-time, that was my only income that I had, and my family very much relied on it, to being able to go down to doing it only two, two sometimes three days a week. Right. Which is amazing. So, to answer your question, when you called me, I was at the shop, and I was super grumpy, like, <laughs> insanely grumpy, dealing with just stressed out people because of this situation and the way we have to um, take dogs in and take them out and just handle things, and people are grumpy, and people are taking it out on other people, and Christina calls me, and she's like, hey, you know, like, how we have conversations all the time? <laughs> That's my Christina voice. <laughs> does, it, does it sound good, guys? <laughs> so, she's like, hey, um, so I was I was sitting on my, my patio last night, and I just had this thought, like, we should do a podcast. What do you think? And I was like, oh, my God, like, this is the best idea ever. Like, I, like, like instantaneously, like, Mood switch, which totally makes me sound absolutely bananas. <laughs> bananas. But it really, honestly, like, if you, if anybody actually, like, if you really know me and get to know me, I am, like, very, like, hard on the outside, but very, like, somebody one time, <laughs> get this, somebody one time called me a roasted marshmallow. Oh, really? Because I was... I was crusty on the outside, but soft and mushy on the inside. So once you oh, get wow. to know me, I was nice and soft and mushy. Oddly enough, I think that fits us I both. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right, the time is nine sixteen, guys. We're nine oh minutes my in. Gosh. But it was Amy like snorted. It was so. It honestly, like it. Um, it really so I'm sorry totally got sidetracked so it, the thing of it is honestly like the thing that really lights my soul on fire is to be able to pour into people to help people like work through problems and just talk things out and so when she asked me if I wanted to do this because it was something that her and I already did like for each other to be able to like spread it out to everybody else was just like um yeah count me in sign me up and we literally like that was like a tuesday and i think we like started within like that the next week yeah yeah that weekend we got together started getting stuff together yeah so absolutely so and and something that we also want to kind of ch chat about for this episode is how this pandemic has handled yeah. Not has handled us, but we've handled it uh, because it got thrown into everyone's face. Every single situation is different. Mm -hmm. um, we have very different situations with kind of how our jobs and lives were affected. Um, and we know that, you know, your situation may be similar to, to one of ours or you have your own. And yeah. so we don't, you know, like it's, you have, it's hard because you just have to face what comes to you and and 
you gotta it's rolling with the punches honestly right. like it's um i always i honestly like always say like it's fine it i'm fine it's fine everything's fine which isn't like a to like sweep it under the rug but it's really to be like okay you know what um actually i heard this is even better um uh, marie forleo which is um a late I forgot what book she writes but I listened to her on somebody's podcast I'm sorry like <laughs> but she gets the credit for this next so she her mom at one point told her everything is figure outable yeah and the first time I heard that was actually quite a bit before the pandemic the covid covid was a thing yeah but but to come into this, like, with that mindset, everything is figure-outable, was just, like, a, a saying that really, like, hit me. Because it really is, like, it doesn't matter what happens, at where, when, why, how, any of that, like, it's figure-outable. Absolutely. And so, so for you... Um, what did work look like for you? So my work, what my company does in a whole is we do resurfacing. And that consists of countertop bathtubs, um, cabinets, showers, uh, things like that in people's homes. But what our main work and where we get most of our business from is apartments. Um, so since my company worked in housing, we are essential workers. So with the cutback, my company did let go of a recent hire from an office, unfortunately. And then we did let go of, or furloughed, um, two of our most recent hire technicians, um, which was hard and, and I, I feel for them, but I know it did happen to millions of people. Mm -hmm. um, so throughout the entire pandemic, I worked my regular hours straight through. Um, Work kind of slowed down for us, but we kept trucking along. Like, um, I am the estimator, the sales manager for the company, so I generally go into people's homes and do all the sales. I didn't do any of that, <clears throat> so I didn't go out. Um, and I so until we were allowed to, until restrictions were lifted. But the hardest part of the pandemic, if the main three month shutdown, was I spent a lot of time sitting at home by myself. Since I live alone, and I have two dogs, um, but I don't have, you know, a partner or kids. Um, I didn't get to go anywhere. Restaurants were completely shut down. There's no movies. There's no, you know, a whole lot of places you can't go. You're Every, not supposed to see people. Everything you did. Everything I did, it was completely gone. Like, I played volleyball. Just completely kind of, like, shut everything. Just stopped everything. And so... As a person who has been going to therapy for a year, um, so it started in August of 2019, I really relied on her a lot. I talked to her more um, just to help get off some of that frustration. The one good thing that I did have is that my sister and I worked together in the same office. So therefore, since we were already seeing each other, I got to spend time with my sister. Um, otherwise, being at home was really hard on me. It was very, very hard. We ended up like, it was your birthday was in March. 
Yeah. End of March. And, and then, then we yeah. have another really good friend whose birthday was end of April. Mm-hmm. And like your our birthdays were or our birthday for you was Zoom calls. Which was still very <laughs> like was still very special, but it also was very very different, which of course like everything has been so different. Absolutely. And so for your birthday we did that. For her birthday we did that. We found this really cool app called House Party which actually allows a bunch of people to get on I think eight people at a time and you can actually play games. Which Which was was super fun. Which was super super cool because then you're not just staring at each other's face. Um, And it was you know you could draw Pictionary. Like you play word games. So if you haven't looked into that I highly suggest you do. Get your friends on there because it is very it is fun. Um so, for you out there, if this has been really hard on you, you are not alone. This was extremely hard on me. I'm generally a very kind of bubbly, optimistic person. And at some points during this has been very hard. Um, so, I'm with you. I'm 100% with you. But your situation was different. I think yours was a lot more actually like positive. Mine was really like, mine was super positive actually. And... um it actually got negative for me when, um, when stuff reopened. (laughs) (laughs) So for me, um, I had a couple years ago decided to kind of step outside of like the bot, the norm box. And, um, and I joined a social media company. And so I work from my phone and I help people with their health and wellness goals. And um, and if they are looking for more than that, like to make money, then I help people do that as well. And for me, whenever I originally joined that, it was literally like to, um, it was literally to just be able to like supplement my Amazon habit and <laughs> uh, and buy diapers and wipes and that was all I thought it was going to be but there was a point in that because like I mentioned earlier that I really like I like spending time with people I like pouring into them and helping them solve their pro like not problems like but work them out work them out and different and, to think differently yes that that this this business has been my avenue to do that. And so with that, um, I had started telling Christina, I went to conference actually in January, which was in Florida and it was so much fun. And I get to see people from my team and from all over the world. It's just the coolest experience you could ever be with, be at being with my like-minded people. And I came back from conference and, um, you were like fired up. I would, yeah, like on fire. And um, and I told Christina, I want to quit the groom shop. Like, <laughs> like I wanted to come back. Actually, I think I called you. Did I call you from Florida? Did I talk to you? I talked I, to you. We were in Florida too. I think. I know. And I think I talked to you at the yeah. Airport. And I was like, I don't want to go back to the groom shop. Right. Like, I was, like, very much, like, mindset, like, nope, not doing it. Like, I'm not doing it. And I really, like, wanted to burn the ships. And, um, and by that meaning, like, I wanted to go all in. I wanted to see what, like, really truthfully see what I was capable of. But then there was that factor of fear, like, because, like I said, too, like, my family very much relied on 
my my income from grooming and um, I didn't I didn't believe in myself that I could actually be successful and when um, when the groom shop was closed in the middle of March um, I kind of like <laughs> no I was like excited but like oh my god like, oh crap. okay here we go like it was very much like a, okay like it's fine this is fine <laughs> we're gonna be fine and then like probably by like two weeks in I was like oh yeah like we're like this is it like this is it and I remember calling Christina and I remember telling her hey remember when I said I wanted to burn the ships and she goes yeah <laughs> I said um, God just burned them for me. Yep. And she's like, uh, <laughs> explain. And, but for me, it very much was the fact of like, I prayed for it. I said, like, I've set these goals. I said, this is what I want. Like, this is where I want to be. And, and then this situation, I literally got shoved off the ledge and forced into a situation that I said I wanted to be in, but didn't have enough balls to do it. And, and I had to, it was either I was going to crash mm -hmm. and burn or I was going to spread my wings and I was going to fly and use this opportunity. And I took full 100,000% advantage of this situation and my business took off. Absolutely. That's so awesome. Like. And you have a toddler at home. And I have a toddler at home. So I missed out on like steps and words and crawling. I missed out on all the firsts of everything. Because I had. Because I had to be at the groom shop. Right. And in this. I got to teach my son how to ride a bike. Ah, sweet. I got to teach him how to swim. I've got to teach him how to ride his horse. Like, like for me... <laughs> Take a deep breath. You're fine. <laughs> for me, it's totally different. Right. And, um, and so when the shops reopened, it was devastating to me. Yeah, you were so, so conflicted. And it was like a hard conversation that you had to have, I think, with yourself. Mm -hmm. I think with your family. Um, and then, of course, the worry, the worry or concern of taking your son um, to his daycare. Because there's still a pandemic happening. It's still mm -hmm. out there. It's not gone. Um, and, you know, what would be the best financial decision. And yeah. I think you guys came... I think what you guys actually came to, a, like, a really great compromise. And it was, like... And and this is, like, those of you that, that are married, like communication is the biggest thing and it's never it's never gonna be easy um but communication is huge and and if you don't say exactly what you want then you are then somebody and this goes for both sides somebody is going to have unmet expectations and so my husband was like yes you can go back to work like you're, he was so ready for me to go back to work because my husband was the same as Christina his job because he is a manager at a feed store here locally in Albuquerque 
he um the um the, he's essential yeah he's a, <laughs> sorry the the livestock board was like no like feed stars feed stores are essential employees and because he was a feed manager i thank god he had a job because we also were very lucky in the fact that um we didn't have to rely on um getting we didn't have to rely on getting the stimulus check we didn't rely on getting um unemployment we didn't rely on those things because we very quickly changed our mindsets into like how we were go how we were spending money which is a whole other like ball of We'll get it. Finance will be its own, <laughs> but, its own podcast but we very quickly ha- changed our mindset in how we were doing things to be able to still basically to still live the way we were used to. If that makes any sense, right? And places were shut down, so it's places, you know, it like a lot of date places. night changed. Date night changed. Date night got super creative. Um, and and so really like so f- in the big picture of things yes this is a crazy time like it's scary like people are like people's family members are sick people's family members are passing away yeah. and and my heart goes out to those people i mean even like we haven't seen i haven't seen my brother um we were supposed to go in july to california which obviously like that didn't happen. Um, oh, yeah, my sister was supposed to get married. Yeah. <laughs> in, <laughs> on a beach in Mexico. Yeah. And that whole, whole thing just that got just postponed pfft. just at a at a whole year to the date. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. And so a lot has happened. But what, what personally I have done is instead of like, I have found a different way to see it. And I have... I have been able to see it in a light, in a positive light, instead of in a, um, in a, like, woe is me. Yeah, because if you just let that cloud fester, it's just going to get bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. So I think where we kind of are leading into this is sometimes life sucks. And you just have to ride, you know, ride Ride the wave. Mm -hmm. And I had a customer call this whole situation cuckoo bananas. Mm-hmm. And I've used that this entire time because there's just, it just fits it because mm-hmm. it's insane and crazy and wild and funny and ridiculous all at the same time. And you can't be sad and negative about it. We have to no. try to find the good of what we can. And what I would say is honestly, if you are having a hard time, kind of just um, processing and and figuring things out even even now we're in September of this so um and and there's not really necessarily like an end date like it was supposed to quote unquote be over by Easter <laughs> Easter's done come and gone Easter left Memorial Day 4th of July mm-hmm. and now it is Labor Day so basically guys we're going to everybody we're all going to go we're going to carve a pumpkin eat some turkey put up your christmas tree 
take a nap and yep. um, wake up 2021. And at the end, <laughs> when instead of yelling Happy New Year, we're all going to yell Jumanji. <laughs> That's what gonna we're going to do. It's going to be over. <laughs> Like it's so, so in, in, in all seriousness, if you are still processing things and or having a hard time processing things or feel alone, one, reach out to us, but two, get a piece of paper, put some pen to paper and just start writing. Like whatever comes to mind, write it out because you will be amazed what you can process when you just write things out. It does. It it has changed so much. Like I've, I have filled two journals since this has happened. That's amazing. Like that's awesome. And it's, it's just, it's just processing, writing out my goals, my intentions, like where I want to be. And, um, and I think one last like little, little note too of that is, um, like for me growing up, my mom used to always say like, okay, have like your six month plan, have your one year plan, five year, 10 year, 20 year, yada, yada, yada. We can't live in a life like that. Like one technology keeps us changing so quickly, but go week to week. Like what is your, um, like, what are your goals for the week? What's your goals for the month for the next two months for the next six months? Like keep them smaller and more condensed and more attainable um, and yeah very attainable and and don't if you don't reach the goal you set in the time period that you set it don't stress about that just roll it over and Absolutely. just keep working towards it or your goals change mm-hmm. and and they very much will they will but and that's our stories yeah that's how our uh podcast came to fruition um amy came up with the life's a dance that <laughs> was all her <laughs> so we'll give her that credit it was it's a team effort this whole thing like it's just another thing that christina and i get to do together um and and be in community with each other even more than we already were before and so now we get to pass we get to pass like our our knowledge, the things that we have learned in our short amount of t- a time on this earth to you guys. And we just hope you get something. Even yeah, if we it's hope very you take minute. a little, a little piece of recognition or just something that you, you know, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but you recognize with like mm-hmm. what we're doing and then share it. For That'd sure. be great. <laughs> yeah. Send us your ahas, your things that you relate to, whatever it is that just made you go, yeah. We would love I to totally hear that. we would yeah. love to hear those things from you guys. We love hearing from you guys. And we appreciate each of you so so much. We're all gonna get through this together. Mm-hmm, for sure. Alright, guys. Until next time. Bye.